All right, so we've been having a very nasty NBA offseason so far. We've got mm. Zion Williamson and his porn star antics we got to talk about. We got to talk about Bradley Beal and how he single-handedly destroyed the Wizards' future. We had the NBA draft uh, just last week. Also, we got to talk about and NFL players keep getting suspended for gambling. What the hell is going on? But first things first, this is another episode of Old Brother the Podcast, and I'm, of course, your host, Coop. I am your co-host, Big O, and yes, Coop, it has been... A pretty wild NBA offseason for uh, for NBA players named Zion Williamson. Um, so for those that don't know, Zion Williamson has been uh, recently caught up in, the, in on the internet and in the news before um, getting a, I guess we'll call her IG model pregnant. Another one came out uh, that was a uh, porn star that he apparently was messing with and went on a whole internet Twitter run. Uh, certifying that it should have been her, pretty much. Um, Zion, why? Why are we? Why are we? Why are we dipping our thing in, in porn stars? Why are brother? we here? Why Come are we on, doing man. this, bro? And like, then you impregnated another IG model, who he definitely has a type because it's it's thick booties and box braids, bro. Because that's what he <laughs> likes. Thick booties and box braids. That's 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 what these women got, man. And it's a shame. She's gonna been. She's been officially suspended for Twitter for all of her rants. How many tweets was it? Oh, that she sent that went unresponsive. One hundred and sixty-four, just consecutive back to back. And I know that because Zion has only played one hundred and fourteen regular season games. Yeah. So Zion, of course, uh, only played twenty-nine games this past NBA season. I think he went out like the first of January. Uh, Unfortunately for him, you know, another season-ending injury. But he just signed, uh, you know, a two hundred. Plus million dollar contract last all season, and decided to celebrate it with uh, you know sleeping with a few porn stars. With a few, yes, uh, he actually ended up, ended getting ended up getting one pregnant. Um, and yeah, man, his life's been hell pretty much ever since the announcement came out. Mariah Mills has been going <laughs> super dummy crazy on the internet trying He's, to profess her love and get him back for whatever reason. All of this goes away if you just hoop. Very much so. If just he, who, man? If he comes out and averages 29 and, and, and 9 or 10 and then he's all an MVP candidate, nobody cares. Nobody cares. But because you're on the on the bench, because you're not in shape, because, you know what I'm saying? Constantly hurt. Constantly hurt. This is like, it's part of the reason why you're hurt because you fucking these You think crazy, he's taking away from his stamina? I, I definitely think it might be. I definitely <laughs> think it might be because, look, bruh. That's a lot to handle, you know what I I'm mean, saying? I mean, bro, it's like a 50-inch ass back there. Bro. Dog, like, she's, dog, it, that's too much. That jumps dummy. Yeah, he's sweating. There is such a thing as too much, and to me, that is too much. That's too much, bro. That's too much. So, yeah, I think he has a lot to really think about this offseason. Um, I think that, obviously, Mariah Mills has gone insane. And then there's a report coming out earlier today saying that uh, she's allegedly claiming that she's pregnant. I did see that. She posted a positive pregnancy test on her Instagram story. At this point, like, I just think her followers have gone up. Her likeness has gone up. She's, whatever she posts, people are looking. So at this point, I think she's just trying to get as much attention as possible. This young lady has clearly been mentally unstable for quite some time. And and, um, what's getting people on the internet is like, Inside of her industry, where where she works, she's only having sex on camera with, with white guys. But mm. she's pro, but she's professing her love and trying to claim Zion Williamson, who is not white. Who is not white. So that's what's sending people for an array, and like in in the sheer confusion, it's just like, well, wait a minute, you only have sex with these type of dudes on camera, but you want Zion in your personal life. So that really she's is trying to secure the bag, Bruh. 
And she's like 30 something years old. Zion is, you know, obviously in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. And we got to talk about how how these industry ladies, it, you know, in their 30s, probably going on 40, trying to secure a young man who just got drafted into the NBA or just got a max deal. Is that predatory behavior from it is these predatory. women? It is predatory. And not even just the NBA players. Like celebrities in general. Larza Pippen. That's true. She is wild. Yeah. And you, she's crazy Consider wild. she's dating Michael Jordan's son now, who she wants to probably help babysit back in the day. Like, um, that's so weird. And to me, like, that's that's the same. Like, if the script was flipped, if Larson right. was a guy, was it a would, guy yeah. like, it would be so many Me Too movements. And I just don't understand why people just letting this shit slide. But that's, that. I mean, that comes back to what, what, what we like to talk about all the time. There's double standards in this world for men and women. And sometimes they're good for men and sometimes they're good for women. Quarter of public perception just seems to, to lean towards women sometimes and gives them the benefit of the doubt. That's but, crazy. you know, when you're looking at it from just a view of the eyes of the law, of course, it's legal. But, you know, morally, what can you say? Yeah, morally, you can't say anything. Ethically, it's not right. It's not right. Legally, nothing wrong. Well, yeah, again, if... And what's crazy about all of this is you still have to believe in Zion as far as a basketball player. Oh, for sure. Well, we just saw a video uh, last night that he posted at his charity camp that he was doing a 360 dunk for the kids at the camp. And, and, and you know, when when he was healthy, the Pelicans were at, point, were, were at one point the number one yeah, seed. Yeah, they were in first so place So they were the hooping, you know what I'm saying? And he was definitely the... The motor behind that. So I'm again. I'm just hoping he gets better. I'm hoping all of this uh, Mariah Mills nonsense dies down because a it's killing his image. Mm-hmm. Uh, B it's not allowing him to focus on what is what is important, which is a the baby that's now coming in his right, life, and yeah. B basketball. Right, right. Those exactly. are the only two things you need to be worried about. Actually, right you know, coming into fatherhood um, with the other uh, Instagram model, but. You know, he, you know, he's got to lock in on that. This is his first child. And, and obviously playing basketball has is, is got to be his priority for the next six to seven years, you know, ten years down the line. Like, it's you got to learn to keep your name out of, you know, out of the media and just learn to party in private. Yep. I think that's what's, what's, what's struggling with a lot of these young athletes is they, they, they see and, and do what a lot of they think they, they should be doing on the Internet. And they do it out in public, but you're going to ruin your image and your likeness. You know, considering like John Morant with this gun incident, it's just like, bro, you you can have a gun, but just don't do it. You know, on the internet. I don't even think did we did we did we talk about uh, his his uh, suspension? Uh, slightly. I don't even know. We can talk about it yeah, right now. I think um, I think he ended up getting 25, 25 games. games, which is good. Um, I thought that it would be more, but I'm glad that it's set at 25 because. Um, he still gets to play a majority of the season, mm-hmm. but he's he will kind of automatically be in ineligible for a lot of things. For the for the which is which wars. is which is again still fine. You know what I'm saying? You 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 mess up the NBA's image. You you got to be punished for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I figured they would come out and give him about 20 games, considering this is his second incident with a gun on IG Live. And, you know, obviously he hadn't learned from the first instances and and just totally disregard, you know, the meeting that he took with Adam Silver and the apologies that he gave. But you just got to learn to move smarter and be smarter. You know, you know, John Morant and his dad are coming off of it as the type of guys is like, we're going to do what we want to do. And we got it over here type of guys. They don't really yeah. want to take no advice from nobody. No leadership, no tutelage from the, you know, the OGs or the vets. And. 
Memphis just got Marcus Smart, which is a veteran and defensive you know leader on the Celtics, which now he's now in Memphis, and now have two. Defensive player of the year is on yes, the same team. Yes, and two studs <laughs> that are going to, you know, to gel together on that Memphis team. And then also he's going to pick up the slack at the point guard role while uh, John Morant serves his suspension. So that was a good move for Memphis. Um, I think Marcus Smart will be a great veteran presence for that locker room considering he'll be the only guy over 25 or something like that. Yeah. Um, nah, for sure. And he knows how to win, and he definitely knows how to lock in and, and get the job done. So I think that was a great pickup for Memphis, although at the sacrifice of Tyus Young going to the Wizards, which will probably lead into our next topic, uh, Bradley Beal getting traded to the Suns in that, in that whole mix of deals. Uh, you, oh, my As our residential Wizards fan, go ahead and um, lay your burdens out for so us. So, first of all, um, shout out Bradley Bill. No. Fuck him. No, 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 no. shout no. him out. No, 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 no. Before I say anything, I want to shout him out. I want to shout him out because he did, even though as a fan, I hate what he did, if I was in his position, I probably would have done the same thing. So, I respect it, but as a fan, I got to say, fuck you. I got to say, oh, brother, on Bradley Bill. So, big time, oh, brother. If, uh, if you've been living under a rock, then you don't know, but Bradley Bill was traded from the Wizards in a extreme blockbuster trade. So, Bradley Bill goes to the Phoenix Suns, when, in, in which he'll be teaming up with Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Ayton. And for in, now, Aiden. And for now, Aiden. But I do believe he will be a piece in this crazy puzzle. In return, the Wizards received Landry Shamit, Chris Paul, who will not be a Wizard. We're, we're going to talk about that later. Um, and a bevy of second-round picks. Um, you got Tyus Jones from Memphis. Also, we, uh, yes, we also got Tyus Jones from Memphis. Um, this is probably one of the worst deals I've personally ever seen in my life. We waited way too long and lost all of our leverage on Bradley Bill. And as a result, we got peanuts for it. Peanuts. Because we all know second round picks are real life coin flips. Who gives a fuck about a second round pick? That's just first of all. Yeah, unless they turn into Nikola Jokic, you're like, who That's cares? Just first of all. Second of all, I told you Chris Paul is at the tail end of his career looking and searching hard for a ring. There's no way he just randomly comes to the Wizards and decides he wants to stay. Wish he did not. Chris Paul, as an extension of the whole Bradley Bill trade, is now a Golden State Warrior, and in return, the Wizards received Jordan Poole. I do like that. I do feel like Jordan Poole is young. Jordan Poole wants to get shots up. He wants to be the A1 guy on on his <coughs> team. So I do feel like Jordan Poole in a I said Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole <laughs> in a new environment. Who knows? Because we all know Golden State was very right. was a very weird environment, especially that last year with the whole punch and I know that created a lot of adversity. So well, with them wanting to keep Draymond Green, they had to move one of the two guys. They were either going right. to let 
Green walk or they want to trade pool. So they, to me, in my opinion, they did the right thing by trading pool because mm. obviously the Draymond is the you know the key that makes that that Golden State Warriors engine run. Yeah. You know yeah. he's the second most important player to that team probably besides Steph Curry. Facts. Um, considering he runs the offense, he's the defensive anchor, and he's gonna get a deal probably over a hundred million dollars for the next three or four seasons. Facts. Um. Good move for the Golden State Warriors. They do get off a contract and they bring back an expiring contract in Chris Paul, so that, that they could tr- actually subsequently move at the deadline if this doesn't work out with him coming off the bench. That is true. That so is they true. can move him and get his thirty million dollars off the books for the year and go get an, either a draft pick or another veteran piece that they could bring in um, to help lead them to a championship. You don't think Chris Paul starts? No, over Steph Curry. It's not even over Steph Curry. You just talking about with Curry Thompson? Like, yeah, just I just think they just no, move heavy guard. Assuming Drake, uh, assuming Draymond resigns, and he starts Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond, and Kevon Looney. I mean, I see. It. I no, don't see, I think I, think I don't he, think Chris Paul is at the point of his career where he's accepting to come off the bench. But but at this point. You, you don't have a choice because the offense that they run doesn't fit your play style. If you come off the bench, you have your own play, play style. style. You know what I'm saying? that Because the offense didn't really have an identity when Steph Curry went to the bench. That is true. You know, it was just Poole jacking up a lot of shots. It was Clay getting it if he could. And that then Draymond would be sitting on the bench with Curry as well. So the offense really had no flow. Now if you have Chris Paul coming off the bench, you got a lot of pick and rolls with Looney, Green, that type of stuff. It slows down. Now you have an, a guy that can actually get his own shot if yeah. need be coming off the bench. Um, and then you got a guy who could just control the flow of the game and then wait for Steph Curry to get his six, seven minutes on the bench, and then you come back in, you're running, you're gunning, you're screening, motion, all that type of stuff. Um, I do believe he'll be a great asset for them off the bench. I don't think he will start. I, I, I can't see that. Because it will just destroy the flow of the offense. I don't think it will work coming in, especially to start the season off. They'll figure it out, though. I have faith in Steve, Steve Curry. If he doesn't make it work, it'll definitely be a notch on his um, – uh, credibility, but I do think it will work with them. Uh, they're already the kings of small ball as it is going forward. Exactly. So why not? Man? And I saw and I and I read an article somewhere uh, where where um, they said the Golden State Warriors were dead last when it came to um, pick and rolls. Yeah, they ran the and least Chris amount. Chris Paul ran the most. Most. Yeah. Uh, at, of any player last season, so. I think it bodes well with your point earlier. You were saying about how he can kind of play his own, his own style, his own flow mm-hmm. with that second unit. Mm-hmm. You know, get that boost or whatever, and they're not really losing anything. I mean, Steph Curry can, you know, breathe, can get some minutes, can get his legs back up under him, so he can. He'll probably play less this season because. Yeah. Who has a Hall of Fame point guard coming off the bench? Any other teams do? I don't think so. Nah. Which is so. which is great for Chris Paul. I hope he has a chance to win a championship and just solidify his already Hall of Fame, first battle Hall of Fame career. Thanks. You know, we're rooting for Chris Paul. I've never had no no animosity towards he, him. He go crazy. He's just a great career that needs that championship to solidify his greatness. But let's rotate back to Bradley Beal here in the Wizards. He pretty much handicapped the Wizards as soon as he wanted two hundred million dollars. Yes. So once he signed that deal, for whatever reason, the past GM gave him a no-trade clause. Oh, I don't know if you know this. Only 20 guys in NBA history have had a no-trade clause, and they're all Hall of Famers. Mm. Except for Bradley Bradley Bill. 
I don't understand why this man got a no trade clause under two hundred million. Um, if they didn't realize that, you know, Joe Johnson was kind of the same way when he was making the most money as a an Atlanta Hawk in the league, and he had to get that contract moved to the Nets, they had to work out a crazy deal just to get him off. But for him to handcuff this franchise and saying, hey, I'm only going to go here, and then they have limited assets mm. to return to the Wizards yeah. was kind of a dick move to the franchise. I understand you know, he liked the area. He loved where he stayed in Virginia, whatever. His wife, he got two kids here. You know, he grew up here. He was drafted here, whatever. You got your bread, bro. I appreciate you for your time that you spent here. You know, you hooped or whatever. But you can't take the money and then subsequently say, I want out. And I only want out to this place. And we're only going to go here. And then now I can't only get but this much back in return. I can, blame, I can blame Bradley Bill for that. I can't really blame him. As much as that, because he did, he got what he asked for. It I gotta blame a, the GM for giving it to him. It was a perfect storm. It was a perfect of storm. bullshit. Of bullshit. Yeah. It was a perfect storm of bullshit because you gotta remember, Bradley Bill was at least trending towards like superstar. But was he was he All NBA before he signed that deal? He had to been. Because, I, at some I think point, he was second team. Second team. Okay. Because I think that was the year he was dropping like thirty again. Right. 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 He did average. He was that like was second the year in Harden scoring. Was dropping right? like thirty seven or something. He was like second again. in scoring. Yeah, he was something. second that that, that yeah. year in scoring. So yeah, he was definitely hooping at a high level. You also got to remember, DC hasn't really had a real superstar or any All Star since like Gilbert Arenas mm-hmm. for real, for real. And that ended terribly with the whole guns and everything. So right. since then, to John Wall, we haven't had any real stars. John Wall leaves, he gets injured, whatever. Now Bradley Bill is our superstar. That year, the year John leaves, the 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 subsequent years after that are Bradley Bill's best statistical years. Right. So again, everything is going in motion. Everything is falling in motion for him to get this maximum money. Now he's beloved in the city. Now it's like. No superstar normally comes to Washington, normally wants to come to Washington or whatever. So we got one. We're going to cater to whatever he needs. You know what I'm saying? But in the back end of that, (coughs) Bradley Bill has never been, or I never thought Bradley Bill would ever elevate to be a game-changing star, if that makes sense. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I knew that he he needed the pieces around him, but like, even with the pieces around him, like Bradley Bill is not somebody that you build your team around. Mm-hmm. To be honest, as great of a and player he was he asked is, to do too much, I think as a wizard, as a ball handler, as a as a distributor, mm-hmm. that's not his game. He's a shooter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a bucket getter, but he's not really a, a a facilitator or point guard type of role player, which he I felt like he had to do a lot of when he was in Washington, yeah. and he's probably going to do a lot of it, and and subsequently in Phoenix because they don't have a point guard now, considering they just sent Chris Paul out. Facts. So it's going to be either Devin Booker running the show or him, his non-dribbling ass, because we know we've watched him time and time again turn the ball over in the clutch because he can't dribble time and time again. Right. So I wonder how that's going to work out in Phoenix. But you know, it, it, it's a little hatred and animosity towards Bradley Beal, I guess, on this side. But he got what he wanted. I really, he got what he deserved. But he didn't deserve a no, not a, a no trade clause. We're talking like guys like Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Carl Malone. John Stockton, like these are the guys who've had no trade clauses in history. Bradley Bill is not in that caliber of player. No way, Jose. At all. At all. He's not even in the tier below that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, again, 
it deal, it's a it's a perfect storm of bullshit, like you said. A perfect storm of bullshit. That's actually a perfect way to describe. And then you get back at like like considering Rudy Gobert got traded for four first round picks, and you just get a handful of second rounds and a point guard coming back to Washington. It's yeah, just yeah. severely disappointing to the yeah, fans yeah. and the fan base. And it just feels like you just got bamboozled, man. Got worked. And I mean, I do like this potential new roster coming up. I don't know what we do with Kuzma. I don't know if Kuzma decides to leave. I think. I think Kuzma goes to the highest bidder. Fine, that's fine. And if and if and if Kuzma goes, our projected lineup we got Tyus Jones at the one, Jordan Poole, finally with his own team. Who knows what he does? He yeah, he, he can drop. He, 30. I mean, he gets twenty five shots a night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Denny Avida, Corey Kispert, and I believe Gafford at the five. It's not a terrible lineup, but it, we're definitely in rebuilding. That's like that's like that's barely thirty wins. We're so. definitely we're definitely. That, that's why I said we're definitely in rebuilding mode. Yeah. I don't I don't expect anything crazy or whatever. Honestly, from the Wizards, I I I try to see if we can go get Russell again. Fuck it. I actually like that because you know he's he was he's now you guys' all time franchise leader in triple doubles. I mean he balled out. Insane. 22, I mean, 11, and 11 that year. If you want, if you need a guy to come give you some empty stats and fill seats, like Russell Westbrook is the kind <laughs> of the guy that, to do no, that. Don't do that. Dude. Don't do that to my man. Is it conducive to winning, Ose? Yes. Triple doubles? Were y'all winning when he was there? I mean, no. No. No, we were Did you make the playoffs? We made the play-in. Play-in, okay. We, yeah, no, no, we did. We did make the playoffs that year. We played... Uh, we, we, we did the play-in, and then we won, and then we played, uh, I think... Toronto. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we definitely <laughs> made the playoffs that year. I mean, Russell hey, Westbrook promised. But that's not a, that's not a bad move. I, I I would like that. Like to see that. Um, but you would be too guard heavy at that point. You need some yeah. bigs. Yeah. Yeah. And then also in the trade, um, we got a swap from eight to seven, as far as the first round. Uh, right. With right. The, with the with the Pacers, and with that trade, we ended up getting Bilal Koulibaly. And he was a uh, teammate of the number one pick in Victor Wembanyama. So I'm very excited to see how that potentially turns out. He could potentially be a starter. Yeah, Victor was saying he's he was worthy of a top five pick. Apparently, guy's a hooper too. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, he's definitely gives me like OG Ananobi vibes. Like just long, lengthy, athletic, can can just go out and just got that dog mentality for real. Gotcha. Um, I I hope he does something with the Wizards. He should be he should be a scrappy ball player. Like he's he might be in consideration for like like rookie of the year. Uh, candidates too So you know Look out for that um, You know Moving on to the draft Victor Wimayana Went first um, That was a no brainer For the Spurs You know Absolute no brainer The man is Man is different If you see my video Posted on Twitter or Instagram That's why I was In immense pain Going Watching the NBA lottery we had a chance to get a generational type talent, either with him or Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller, and we dropped out of all the top three spots. We're down to four with the Rockets, and we selected one of the Thompson twins in Amin Thompson, which is not bad, but it's not Victor Wimbayama. <laughs> hey, but I was definitely looking at their highlights, and they, them, both of them, either or, is, is ready. Yeah. So I do like the addition. I think that that will give y'all more depth, especially on the defensive side, because both of them play defense. Mm-hmm. So... And I mean, at, we'll yeah, and number two, Scoot Henderson ends up going to the. I'm sorry, Brandon Miller at two, going to Charlotte, 
which Charlotte fans subsequently booed him as a pick because he was talking a lot of shit about the owner, uh, Michael Jordan, pre-draft. I don't know if he was that was on purpose to get him to draft him or to get him to not draft him, but whatever. And uh, Scoot Henderson, the other big-time recruit coming out of the G League at night, got drafted at three and is now going to be playing alongside Damian Lillard. Mm. And they both wear a zero, so double zero for Scoot, zero for Dame. And it's going to be the next... Two guard is Scoot Henderson changing Duo. the franchise or helping Damien the way Damien has been? I don't think they're a championship contender now that they have Scoot Henderson. First of all, let's talk about Damien a little real quick because this man continues to too loyal bring out his loyalty to a franchise that obviously does not give a fuck about building anything of competence around him. Damian Lewis like that friend that you know that they got a girlfriend that ain't shit, but they keep staying with her, mm. and they keep going back to her because they keep cheating on him, mm-hmm. and they keep dogging him out, but he loves her so much that he can't move on. Hate that shit. And you, you're the friend like, bro, if you don't move on, I'm going to stop being friends with you because you're, <laughs> just, you're showing signs of weakness. Like, yeah, not nah, for that. That's, how, that's, how, that's what it feels like with Damian Lillard right now in the Portland Trail Blazers. Definitely. He's like the, the, like the guy that won't break up with the girl that keeps dogging him out. And at this point, like, the fans are just like, bro, what are, you, what are we fucking doing, bro? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, and, and, and it's just like you're, you're kind of handcuffed to mediocrity and kind of floating back and forth between a playoff team and a non-playoff team, depending on the performance of Damian Lillard and the others around him. But they're not championship-type others like you see with the Lakers, like you see with uh, Golden State and, and, and he other easily, teams. he could easily make it work. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's just like, what is your... What is your Ties to this team that's making you want to be so loyal to them. I mean, they drafted him. So what? But this is the guy. This is the guy that went to Weber State because they were the first team to offer him as a sophomore. You know what I'm saying? He could have went to other big name D1 schools after he developed. This is how loyal this guy is. So it's almost to a fault at this. Yeah, yeah, it's almost to a fault to at this point because your your NBA legacy hangs in the balance. It's either you're going to stay here. And handcuff yourself to a franchise that historically hasn't done much since like Bill Walton, like the sixties. So you know they've made they passed on on Hall of Famers and, and 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 generational talents drafting, and they've just had come across bust after bust in terms of picks. Brandon Roy. Uh, uh, hit not not Hibbert. Uh, what was my man named Greg Oden? Like Sam Bowie. Well, like, Brandon Roy wasn't a bust. He just got injured. He, got, I mean, but but they're injury bust. Yeah, you know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah, you're like right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Absolutely. They just. They're, but you but you look and you consider who else they could have picked in those drafts. You know, ahead of those players. I personally don't think they they should have ever broken up. Uh, Dame and Lamarcus. I feel like True. I feel like I feel like that could have been something like they both were Hoopers, they both were But yeah, but they wrote it out with him and CJ too long, I think too. Cause I think we knew CJ McCollum wasn't wasn't a championship robber. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you move him out, but you don't get another a better piece in return. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just go get younger. You basically split him up for younger pieces. Oh yeah, they never did get anything better. Yeah. I never thought about that. And then you get you just realize you go get you know, you go get a drapper, you get a Scoot Henderson alongside, but like you you got two guards with 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 bang up games, like what else you got to go around it? So are there Blazers looking at another rebuild season, in your opinion? Yeah, I think so. Sheesh. And if they move on from Dame, they'll definitely be bottom on a barrel, in my opinion. 
because um, they're you know they're just going to be relying on a rookie that you know that needs to work on his outside shot right now. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly. Mm. Well, that's very interesting. It is. It is. So we'll we'll, we'll see where we go with Damian Lillard uh, moving forward. But um, I'm hoping he he get he forces his way to Miami or to, to New York or something, bro. Just get just get out of there, bro. Yeah, nah, that's just crazy, bro. But yeah, nah. Moving right along, though. Um, what's up with these NFL players putting it putting in these parlays? They try to get rich too. <laughs> hey, don't they got the contracts? Right. Though? Like, what are we? What are we? Talking I mean, about? we're talking about these are lower tier players. So they're, they're, these are not the guys that make. Calvin really was not a lower tier player. That's true. He's making millions. Um, you know what I'm saying he was just bored. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, look, um, the United States, the United States of America. A lot of states have basically opened up gambling. Open up sports like, betting, sports betting mm-hmm. for you know on your phones and whatnot, and it's really caused a craze. A lot of people have been getting into it. A lot of people have been betting big sums of money, including obviously NFL players. Mm-hmm. But they're breaking the rules of the NFL gambling positive. And what people are, are kind of up in arms about is like these guys are betting on sites that are officially sponsored by the NFL. So they're, they're like, well, you guys are sponsoring the NFL, but these guys can't gamble on your site. Obviously, it's a conflict of interest mm-hmm. when, if they're NFL players and they're betting on football. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, but that's where the, the controversy comes in and people are kind of you know, upset with that. I don't really want... NFL players gambling. I don't care if they bet on anything else, but you can't bet on football, and especially you can't bet on a game that you're playing in. That's where I draw the line. Do you whatever else you want to bet on, baseball, basketball, whatever, that's fine. But if you're playing a sport, you can't bet on that sport. And you shouldn't. And, At all. And you At shouldn't all. be allowed to. I think are I, they allowed to bet on any sport? Yeah, they are allowed to bet, but you can't bet. On your own sport. You can't bet on the NFL. You definitely can't bet on your own team. Mm-hmm. You can't bet while you're inside team facilities or traveling with the team. Mm. And you can't. Um, I wonder how they got caught up though. Like, so you know, every time you place a bet on FanDuel, it tracks your location from the bet, and of course, it's got your name, address, all that extra stuff right. tied to it. So the. FanDuel and DraftKings, all of these bad gambling sites, they're snitching on these NFL players. So if your name is coordinated to a NFL roster, they're going back to these teams and these NF in the, in the NFL and saying, "Hey, this bet was placed at such and such." It's coming back to the you know pinpoint. This bet was placed at the Indianapolis Colts team facility. Oh, oh nah, you got to go. Like suspended. Like oh, you can't Lord. bet in the locker room, bro. Even if you're betting on something else, like you can't bet. You can't place bets when you're traveling with the team, when you're with What's the wrong team. With these niggas, if you're in the privacy of your own home, you're good. What is wrong with these niggas? I have, I personally have no words. <laughs> but I, I feel you. Sometimes you can succumb to the lines. That, you know, you see a line that you like, you want to jump on it real quick. But then just call your boy to tell him to do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you I can't be understand. sitting in the locker room placing bets, bro. You just, like, is it? I mean, I'm sure it's illegal to send money to your to your man to bet for you, but you can't yeah. prove. You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, yeah. Can you prove that? I'm pretty sure you can, but I think it would be yeah. much harder to. It would be much harder. Like, if I just sent, like, I made it to the league, and I just randomly, not not even randomly, but I send you $10,000, just take care of yourself. But I won't, but you still shouldn't be betting on football, or at least your game. Well, no, I'm not betting on it, yeah. you are. But you're telling on your behalf, though. You know what I'm saying? Then you could still be going out... <laughs> 
shaving points. That is, you know what I mean? That like that's true. that's a nasty situation. Now you got an uproar with fans, and you you know that people are that worried about the competition. Situation. You know, is it, is it legitimate competition, or are we out here just trying to you know shake people out of money? No, that's true. Okay, but I you know uh, I think Isaiah Rogers, cornerback of the Colts, I think he yeah. did get a four year suspension. He got six games. Okay. He got six games. Okay, a couple other guys, um, lower tier guys got. Uh, DN Rashad Berry, I see. Oh, he got he actually got waived, and Isaiah Rodgers have been waived after Gambling. Uh, okay, so yeah, don't gamble. Don't gamble, man. Because if you get suspended and you're a lower tier type of player like that, they're gonna cut you, bro. You're not in. By the time you serve your suspension, you get on another team. You're not gonna be able to play. <laughs> like it's really that easy. It's that easy, gamble, man. Bro. Just don't gamble. Especially with you're with the team and don't gamble on football, bro. Awesome. All right, so this is gonna wrap it up for another episode of Old Brother the Podcast. Let us know what you think, man, about these guys gambling, uh, Bradley Bill's turmoil with the Wizards, and uh, all of these off-season moves in the NBA, man. And next episode, God willing, we're working on um, actually turning this into like a YouTube series as well. So you know what I'm saying. Be on the lookout for actual actual. Video of of our of our podcast and look out for our new YouTube channel. Yep, we'll be setting all that up. You know what I'm saying? We coming coming at you strong. Pause. Coming real soon. You guys be on the lookout for that. We'll definitely be posting that. Make sure you continue to like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate all y'all. Peace, oh, brother.